When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download DraftKings Sportsbook, you can use promo code DNVR to make your first deposit and get, get this, a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's only with promo code DNVR and only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, first of all, happy belated birthday. How was your big B-Day weekend? It was fantastic because I... Are you mad that I called out your birthday? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just mad that I have to uh, to share the weekend with a four-game losing streak for the Colorado Rockies who not won a game in Wisconsin in a very long time, it seems to be. So I, I had to try to put that out of my mind as I focused on myself. Did have a good time. Uh, movie reviews for the film, nope, coming on the members-only Discord very enjoyable haven't seen a horror film in a while made me feel some things it was good much like the rockies right now uh we'll talk about the series against the brewers the weird wild and wonderful that all went down in milwaukee we'll try to figure out and i don't know if there's enough time or even if there's enough mental capacity to figure out what the hell is going on with st louis cardinals and we'll play some games of course yeah, Patrick, I'm surprised you wanted to watch a horror movie when I feel like we were living on every night as we watched the Rockies play some some frustrating baseball in Milwaukee. It was. We'll do our best to try to recap all of the ups and downs and the downs and the downs that followed those other downs. Now, there's one more game left. That's That might even be the strangest thing. You say, all right, day game in Milwaukee. Thank God it is over with. But it's not. They've got to play another game on Monday in the evening. It's not even a true getaway day. Kyle Freeland against yeah. Aaron Ashby. And then the Rockies can finally leave the state of Wisconsin until sometime next year. Good Why night. is the schedule so weird here? What is, what is happening? How did this happen? Don't know. Don't know. This was the original part of the schedule, too. That's the other piece, mm-hmm. is that this had nothing to do with the lockout. So uh, just just kind of one of those strange wrinkles they've They've got the game again, yes, on, on Monday. And then Tuesday, they start a two-game set with the Chicago White Sox. And then four games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's very strange. It's a strange one that we've got to try to figure out. Today's game was strange because the Rockies, I, I can't, I'm not even sure how many times they held the lead. I'm going to say three different times. Maybe it was only two. Some, something like that. Two but to three times. Yeah. It was back and forth so many times. Let's see if we can recap everything. First off, Jed Cool. Was anything but Austin Gomber much better coming out of the bullpen? Very interesting choice, Austin Gomber coming out of the bullpen. But now that we've kind of got six guys floating around, I guess it's not as weird. Yeah, we may have to talk about starting pitchers so far 
in this series and, and who's done what does somebody come out of the rotation to make room for Gomber now that he's pitched relatively well. Rockies were down three, nothing early on Luis Arias did it again. He had a two run double Rockies chipped away at the lead before two more runs by the Brewers made it five to two after three frames and Hunter. Are you tired of hearing that name yet? Susie. I'm so tired of here. I want to file a restraining order against Hunter Renfro. Least Home favorite runs, Hunter right now. He's <laughs> uh, he's one of the top two professional athletes named Hunter Renfro. There's a football player with the exact same name of all the names. Yes, there's another Hunter Renfro. I thought Hunter you were going to say one of the top two athletes named Hunter, and then I would have said thank you, Patrick, for acknowledging my accomplishments in the curling world. That's it. Yeah, he's homered in all three games. He's a former Padre, so he's kind of used to to messing with the Rockies mm-hmm. in that capacity. He did get a two-run home run, run from Chris Bryant in the fifth. Elias Diaz, RBI single in the sixth, plus a second run off of Kojo's bat on a uh, fielder's choice. Made it 6-5, so there the Rockies go up. Uh, they, they take a lead, but they do miss an opportunity there with Blackman and Bryant striking out with uh, two runners in scoring position there. Tyrone Taylor, solo shot, made it 6-6. And at that point, you it was already a pretty long game. I feel like we might have been close to the three-hour point at that mark. Mm-hmm. It's 6-6. It's already been a really long weekend. Friday night's game, we'll get into that one. That was wild. Saturday was relatively painless because it was just not, not – it wasn't going to happen for them on Saturday. Whereas Sunday, maybe it was going to happen. And Friday, maybe it was going to happen. It was uh, it was a bit treacherous. Elias Diaz came through with a, with a two-RBI single in the seventh. But it didn't matter. Alex Colomay gave up three runs in the bottom of the eighth. Milwaukee goes up 10-8. That was the final score. Rockies sink to 10 games under 500. They're 43-53. and 53. Seven and a half games back when we're recording this of the final wild card. And in fact, if Arizona holds on to their lead against the last place Washington Nationals, the Rockies will be back into fifth place in the NL West. But fear not, because the Rockies might not be selling. And they also might not be buying. So fear not. <laughs> Look, you can say a lot of words, but really, you got to think about what they mean, right? It's like, what what does it actually mean? That's that's kind of our goal here, uh, the Silver Linings Podcast, <laughs> making it all make sense when it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make people. sense. It doesn't make sense, Patrick. The words mean nothing. The points don't count. Um, but yeah, the Rockies once again. 10 games under 500. We had like a nice like week or so where we were less than 10 games below 500. So we were feeling a little bit of hope. Now, not so much. Yeah, they had the uh, four game win streak there. Almost uh, mm-hmm. uh, almost was able to polish off the, the Pirates. That would have been a nice sweep to, to end the homestand. They didn't get it. Okay. Not the worst thing in the world, but they uh, they still yet to win a game. Uh, since last Saturday, so we now have gone a week. Of course, there weren't games for four days, so uh, we're, we're not trying to show, throw any shade there at all. Yeah. Uh, but if if, if anyone's going to throw shade on the Rockies, it's going to be you, Susie, and it's going to be about that Friday night game. Look, you 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 put it out there that this podcast is going to be maybe about 15 minutes of just us screaming. So uh, <laughs> now is the time for you. I'll give you a couple minutes there. We don't need a clock, vent, whatever you need. Friday night. What that was wild, right? That was that was a long asking. It was such a long game. Also, I don't. I know uh, James Partney in the chat has been um, uh, concerned about how loud I am, so I don't know if he's ready for me to start screaming. So turn your volume down, James. Thank you for listening. But yeah, that was a almost five-hour game. We were like 
touching or getting super close to five hours. Um, and 13, 13 innings. That's too many. I think at one point I declared that baseball should just be illegal at this point. I was so frustrated. <laughs> Four hours, 44 minutes. Not only was it the longest game this year for the Rockies, it was the longest game by a full half hour. They've only had two other games that have even lasted four hours. And then, to your point, 13 innings. Their previous longest was at the beginning of June against Atlanta that only, quote-unquote, went 11 innings. And since then, Atlanta has been almost unbeatable. So they've, they yeah. got hot at the right time. No surprise, it it comes right as they play the Rockies and they leave Coors Field there. Luis uh, Rias, he had the RBI single in the 13th. Now, Buddy was asked, uh, manager Bud Black of the Colorado Rockies was asked about Daniel Bard possibly pitching a second inning because they had their guys lined up, right? You had Column A there in the eighth. You had Bard in the ninth. And you're going to start with that runner on second base. Do you... You know, do you leave him back out there for a second inning? We haven't seen that a ton this year. It also hasn't really necessitated that. It's a long season. Did you have any inkling as to, you know, whether or not you wanted to see Bard out there again? Or were you okay with saying, hey, it's the first game back from the break. They play 18 games in the next 17 days without an off day. Look, that's you got to hand it to Milwaukee. They, they got the job done there. So maybe you don't send them back out. I was kind of hoping they would send yeah. Bard back out. Um, so when they didn't, I was like, okay, well, like, yeah, we're still trying to hold on to this game here. So I was definitely surprised. And now, you know, especially looking at the outcome of that game, really wish they did leave him in. Yeah, if it were, we were talking about uh, a tie ball game, you wouldn't necessarily put your closer back out there. It's, I guess, part of those unwritten rules, so to speak. But uh, there, there are rules that pretty much most managers will abide by, but you actually did have a lead. It was a safe situation. They go with Robert Stevenson, who is one strike away, two outs, two strikes to Hunter Renfro, who then homers, and there you go. They, they lose that first game there, 6-5, and uh, rough one. CJ Crone, first game after the break, had a rough one. Platinum. Sombrero, five. What a milestone okay. that you <laughs> don't want to see him reach. Yeah, no. uh, not a good, not a good way to kick off uh, coming back from the All Star game. <laughs> I was a little surprised that it was only the sixth goal, uh, platinum sombrero we've had. McMahon did it once last year. Story in 2019. DJ LeMahieu 2015. Cargo in 2014, and then the legend Roberto Mejia in 1994. No, not a true legend, Susie. Uh, but yeah, he did no. get a hit. Here's the funny thing. Mejia got a hit in that game, and so did Crone, whereas the other guys yeah. did not get a hit. So you know what? I guess that, that puts him in a slightly different class, but five strikeouts in one game. Yeah. Not you good. know what? At least he's in good company on that list, for sure. That's actually, yeah, right? That's that. players. Work, work hard, play hard, strike out hard. There you go. That is, that should be, is that a baseballism shirt? Wait, <laughs> I don't want to get be. sued. I don't want to get sued for stealing a trademark. I don't think it is, but it sounds like it should be a DNVR shirt really soon. I'm yeah. gonna text Eric right now. Let's. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a little baseballism DNVR crossover. That would probably mean we can get some baseballism shirts at cost, right? We get a little mm -hmm. discount. So, really, in the grand scheme of things, if we can make this partnership work, that's 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 good stuff there, Susie. I I like how your mind works. Thank you. Uh, I like how Charlie Blackman's. I love how uh, Charlie Blackman's mind worked there in the 10th because he had to basically barrel the catcher over and he, he wasn't called out for doing so. 
because a couple days prior, if you remember last week against the Pirates, I think it was the Pirates, Diaz, that was the game that Buddy got thrown out. He got ejected. Actually, yeah. it was the Padres. And it was, you know, because Diaz, he evaded the tag. He didn't really, he wasn't really out of the line, so to speak. And he, he was, but he was, uh, he was in that area behind home plate. He was called out. That was, that was a bad call there, but he got ejected yeah. for it. And so Charlie said, okay, so if you're saying this is my running path, no matter what, then no matter what, that is where I'm going to run. So he had the RBI single to give them the 4-3 lead and then scored that run on his own there uh, on a very shallow sack fly. So Charlie was doing it all Friday night. But again, was a loss. That was that was disappointing. But did you like that aggressiveness by Charlie? He he did not waver. He just plowed right through. You know what? I do. He was determined, you know. He uh, eyes on the prize. And also, yeah, especially seeing how it worked out when you try to go around. Barrel through. I Gilbert did, did finally give up a run on Sunday, but uh, on Friday, two scoreless frames from him made a great play fielding a bunt. Uh, this is probably one of my uh, favorite defensive clips because he got the ball, again, fielding his position on a dribbler kind of up the line. He, very athletic play. You usually see this from Iglesias, sometimes B-Rod, but he flipped the ball with his glove to Crone, who then caught the ball with his bare hand. So, you have the throw coming in from the glove and the catch coming in from the hand. Absolutely backwards, but absolutely beautiful. That was a really good play. Uh, I bring that up too because Gilbreth going into Sunday's game in his last 28 appearances, they had 28 innings exact, a .64 ERA, 34 strikeouts in those 28 games. He's been quite literally one of the best left-handed relievers in all of baseball. And there are some GMs out there that no doubt are probably calling Bill Schmidt, just checking to say, what's the price on this guy? Because we would love to have him in our bullpen. I think there's a chance that's going down. I don't think the Rockets are going to trade him. Again, they've got him uh, uh, under, under club control where it, it's going to be yeah, probably another five more years, I think, until he reaches free agency. It might not be until after the 2026-27 season. So there's no uh, re real reason to uh, to necessitate a trade here for that, but there's going to be other teams that no doubt are definitely highly interested in Lucas Gilbreth with the way he's been pitching. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love those numbers as of late. That's awesome. And it's so needed in this bullpen too, especially considering what we've been missing in our president. Tyler Kinley. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a bummer not having him around. And, and we heard it, hearing it from you guys that it's been a bummer not to be able to go down to the corner of Colfax New York to the BNBR bar, but never fret. We're in the process. We're getting it going. It's going to be up and running in no time. We're about to get the studio going. I think there's already been maybe a show or two possibly already from our new studios. We're really excited to unveil that. So make sure you're locked into the DNBR sports channel over on YouTube. And look, hey, if you're not a member, you still have some time. It's only 50 cents for your first month. You'll get some great articles online at thebnbr.com covering all of Denver's major and minor sports. And we don't just mean like the Colorado Eagles, uh, the top uh, affiliate for the Colorado Avalanche. We mean, hey, all the college teams too, right? They're kind of a type of minor league. We've got all that covered. We've got the members-only Discord where we're talking about all your favorite things besides sports as well. We're not talking politics. We're not being a-holes. It's a fantastic place to be a part of the DNVR community. Now only 50 cents for that first month. DraftKings, it, the action just never ends with that as well. It's ongoing all summer long. MMA, golf, baseball, you name it. Same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders. 
props your betting options will feel endless because frankly they are right now new customers you're gonna get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's right you make your first bet up to one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you get another shot to cash in whether it's a favorite or a long shot you get two bites at the apple so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-522-4700. And my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. I got to log into the app right now because... One of my favorite things is right on the main screen when you go into DraftKings Sportsbook, it gives you a bunch of different options of things that might be in your area or special bets, like if there's games going on where there's like a big parlay that you can go into. But for me, I want to go in and see already what's going on with the odds on Monday. And again, as we said, Kyle Freeland against Aaron Ashby was really good last year as a rookie and well, DraftKings thinks he's going to be good again. Kyle Freeland, we've got an article coming up here very soon over on the DNVR.com where if you're ready to go all in on an annual membership, you do get a free shirt from DNVR Locker. You're going to read a little bit about Kyle Freeland talking about what went wrong in his last start against the, against the Padres, what he's not going to be doing. Remember that little hesitation he had, that little flamingo leg? Bud Black talked about that recently, whether or not we might see that again and what Kyle Freeland needs to do to get his second half back on track. This is very much a must-win game. You know that's how Kyle Freeland's going to see that. So I'm actually going to go ahead and take that money line of plus one and a half runs. The Rockies will win on Monday evening, minus 125. So yeah, you know what? DraftKings says the Rockies, they've got to win this game. And so I think they're going to (laughs) buy a run and a half, minus 125. Go with Kyle Freeland. He's the way to go. I, I have faith in him. Let's do this, Kyle. <laughs> he is. Uh, just walk Hunter Renfro, all four plate appearances, wh- whatever you got to do. <laughs> That's fine. Saturday's loss was 9-4. They kind of weren't in it too much. Uh, Urena mm-hmm. looked uh, okay, and they gave up three runs in the fourth. CJ Crone homered, 22nd of the year. So immediately after the 5Ks, boom, turns around, hits that big home run. And someone else had a home run. Maybe it was more important. It wasn't his 22nd, but that's what made it more important for Yana Daza, right? Yeah. Yes. First homer of the season. And it was a two run homer too. So that was, that was exciting. I'm happy for Daza. And that was in a spot where again, they're down nine, two at that point, I think. Yeah. And you go, they're not going to win. It's two outs, but you don't want to give up in that bat. So for a young guy like that, uh, to, to Homer in that spot, Hey, that's fantastic. Hats off to, Jonathan Daza. And uh, do we give a hats off to the Milwaukee Brewers? Because we got to see, at least against the Rockies, their City Connect uniforms. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those those Brew, brew Crew unis? You know what? Okay. I, I, I like them. Uh, here's why. Okay, so I know I've seen a lot of tweets when they were first released, people saying they looked like a minor league jersey. And I'm like, you know, they kind of do. I, I see that. But I also think they look great i love the colors i love the font i love the brew crew um i have no complaints no notes yeah they they looked a little bit better on camera uh, the trend and I, i've said this a billion times already you have yeah usually the, when, you see, 
usually when you see it in photographs, it's like, I don't know if I like it. And then you see it on the field and say, okay, it, it, it tracks. But it's just there are there have been a lot of teams with the, that light blue color. So already that kind of loses some points. So I think it's I going to like be middling. It's a different light blue than like other people's powder blues, though. It's more, sure. it's a little brighter. I like it. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think it'll be kind yeah. of in the middle where you're like, I don't hate it. Um, don't, don't love it a ton. Maybe more yellow. I mean, that wouldn't be too bad. Maybe embrace that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you don't, you don't like the minion look. Uh, no, I like don't. Our, like our friend Pod Radom calling the Boston City Connect uniforms. They look like minions. That, That's that is one just, of my favorite takes. I've said it, but it was great. It was great. I've said it before, though, and I'll say it again. Like that is just not a flattering color for most people. So I just feel bad for all the pasty people of Milwaukee and of Wisconsin trying to pull off that jersey and looking bad. <laughs> We don't need more yellow. Yeah, that that's a fair point. You know? I uh, fair, we 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 kind of tease this idea of you know does Gomber come back into the rotation? What were your thoughts on the starting pitching going you know uh, for this weekend so far? Milwaukee, we saw Chad Cool on Sunday go uh, two and a third innings pitched, only gave up or rather not only but gave up five home runs. Excuse me. I uh, see. I'm a little bit worked up on Chad Cool here because yeah, he, you're flustered. He's the guy that, Look, he's the guy that helped start the whole Colorado Crockies craze. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. Colorado Crockies craze, <laughs> and since that game on June 27th, his complete game shutout, three hits, three hit complete game shutout against the Dodgers. He's got a nine ERA, and that's that's not the Jed Cool that obviously the Rockies had signed up for, and not the guy that we had seen against LA at Coors Field. And he just he's really seems to have lost his way a little bit. We saw that on on Sunday. Saturday, Jose Urania, not great. Antonio Senzatella, you know, a little bit shy of uh, the quality start with five innings pitch and and three runs given up, but he did just come off the IL. So mm-hmm. I, I sort of think that's that's obviously the more promising of the starts, I, I would say, this weekend so far in Milwaukee. Yeah, probably, for sure. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, yeah, what's super frustrating seeing how – not solid starting pitching was this series, especially coming off of, you know, a time when everyone had some rest to recollect, really, you know, set their intentions for the second half. But I was very surprised by Chad Cool. Um, and I mean, am I seeing this right? Did we actually get more innings out of Austin Gomber today than Chad Cool? You would be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Gomber uh, looked really good. Three and two thirds innings pitched, only gave up one run, uh, walked one, two hits three strikeouts. So, you know, overall, a, a good stat line for, for him. Again, they're going to need him because on August 2nd, which is the trade deadline, uh, it is when I will be out in San Diego covering yes. that series, covering the trade deadline. We're, we're super excited for that. They're going to need two starters right there. So I, I think that's when uh, not only will we see the return of Austin Gomer to the rotation, if not sooner, but we'll definitely see it by then. And because they'll get a 27th man, we'll very likely see the return of Ty Block who's down in Albuquerque. He got option right there at the end uh, of that final game against Pittsburgh. So he's still going to be really their, their long guy. And, you know, with six starters right now, Gomber becomes the long guy overall. But, uh, but yeah, it was good to see Gomber kind of at least have that in his back pocket. Good, good performance and better performance than the starting pitcher. So Senzatella would be the guy that I think you're happiest with uh, the most, uh, yeah. even if all his runs did come up uh, uh, off of home runs from Willie Adamas and Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> but things were just wild 
overall? Were you following? And, and well, I I feel like we deserve uh, to give shout outs to a lot more people than we actually do. And and for anyone that if we make a reference to something, and you were the one that got that generated, whether it was on Twitter or whatever, you know that. And I I I feel like we should be referencing some of these folks a little bit more. And a lot of times we do, we give credit where credit is due, but this time rocks pile was all over it. Noah oh, yeah. was there. He was in the Midwest. <laughs> That's a lot of build up, Patrick. <laughs> I know is one of my dudes, man. I love the guys over at rocks. Pile, so. Yeah, no, we love our rocks pile dudes for sure. <laughs> I even said to him, I was like, okay, it enough. It took you like 15 minutes to intro them. Enough content on, on, you know, obscure throwback brewers jerseys i just want to see what they said on the scoreboard because this was i thought good content they had a lot of fun with rockies players some of the things they said was, was silly but true and other things they just they just straight straight up made yeah, up some of the some of these i was wondering how they could know <laughs> this or confirm this like what did they say about mcmahon he collects porcelain dolls they said cj crone prefers drumsticks over flats I just don't believe that, and I no. would like confirmation one way or the other. Um, so, yeah, sometimes they're just making stuff up, but some of them were very funny. They had a, one for Charlie Blackman that said, three career homers without a beard, 203 with a beard. And then he immediately homered after that, making it 204. Thank you for the good vibes, Brewers, scoreboard guy. So, yeah, I um, I wonder now, since like these scoreboard guys – or scoreboard ladies. I know ours is a guy at Coors Field. I mean, do they have a convention where they get together and like swap ideas and best practices? And because they're kind of having a moment right now. Padres, Padres do that too a little bit at Petco Park where they get a little bit wild with some mm-hmm. stuff. And you're like, Wait, is that true? Like first person to hug Miguel Cabrera after his 3000th hit. Why, why would it be Jose? He plays on the Rockies. And like, no, that that's actually that's true. true. And then, and then a silly one that's true and doesn't require you to pay attention to the DNVR Rockies podcast or at Rockies or anything. It's just Connor Joe has two first names, and you're like, like, (laughs) you did, you didn't even try on that one. You you phoned that one in, but you know what? We're gonna give you a pass, folks. Or at American Family Field, does that trigger you at all, Susie? Are you okay with saying American Family Field, or will it always be Miller Park to you? be miller park i do not care about the american family company was that an insurance company i think so yeah i don't care about them miller park all the way now would you care about them if they made you a graphic because i'm kind of curious what would the graphic (laughs) on the scoreboard say if any of us were were here i'll even throw i'll even throw kale into this because so so for me i think what what my graphic would say and again is this silly or it's silly and true, or is it made up? Once drove eight hours and took a two-hour boat ride to see a bird. Silly but true. That that is true. Did did go to Maine, and you get on a boat to go see a puffin. Shake it. A, 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 a bird. A puffin. A, a puffin. A puffin. Yeah, puffins rule. A puffin. Yeah. A puffin, Kale. Hello, Kale. Welcome to the show. Our super For badass penguins. Kale, I I know what yours yours would be. Is it, let's see if we match. I, I hope we might match. What what would yours? What would it say up on the scoreboard for Kale Sorbo? It would say Kale Sorbo, big tincture guy. Yeah, yes, there we go. go. Big tincture guy, no <laughs> doubt. Huge tincture guy. Huge yes. tincture guy. Yes. 
Yeah, that that would be the quote tweet. We see Kale Sorbo, and then from the DNVR Rockies account, we quote tweet tweet and say more like huge. T- like you know, we gotta inject ourselves and be like, no, he's even bigger than big. He's a huge tincture guy. That's accurate. I think it would say that. Silly, but true. <laughs> yes, that's it. I love it. Light Let's shade. There you go. Graphics. Susie, what would yours say? I would, I would love um, to know. I know you probably have an idea. Um, I, I feel like right now mine should be has not checked her fantasy baseball lineup once this season, but is still winning. Not bad. Not, not bad. Are, are you playing Tommy Pham this week? Is maybe, maybe that's why he's just he's not very active. He's paying even less attention than you are. Maybe. Maybe. Are you in the Are you in that fantasy league with Fam and Peterson? Susie, whoa, we're breaking a story right now. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Are you in that league? Or no, are you no. able to say? No, I can't say. I can't. I can't confirm or deny, but am whoa. I on that level? Absolutely. That's to be clear, okay. if I don't did I say fantasy football or did I say fantasy baseball? Because I'm winning my fantasy baseball right now. <laughs> I'm winning my fantasy MLS league. And I'm spending a lot of time <laughs> figuring out, <laughs> should I start Sebastian Druisi tonight or do I want to put him on my bench? Real inside for the folks over at DNVR Rapids. They, they would appreciate uh, all of those references and more. Uh, there was someone who tweeted out, uh, if we're going to have fun here on the Twitters, uh, Bud Black, something about being a nice guy. It was a picture of a kid and oh, yeah. his dad had a photograph uh, of their kid wearing all you know, Brewer's gear and basically said, thank you at Rockies and manager Bud Black for making this little man's day. And there he is. He's, he's smiling. He's all day. looks like a young John boy. Uh, pretty oh much. My gosh. Face. <laughs> Might be. Bit. I'm and getting that energy. I'm getting that enthusiasm. All right, Patrick. <laughs> loves the baseball. But the real question is, and because I don't remember exactly when that tweet went out, like, was that a post game? So, so why is he thanking Bud Black for throwing okay, out so I mean, in the be... eighth inning and <laughs> giving up the lead? And so, hey, look at that. big My first comeback victory at a ballpark. And so he's excited because the Brewers won 10-8 after, be, after trailing here late. That, that's one. That's one reason you want the to thank the manager. Went out, yeah, so it went out pretty early in the game, but like when the Brewers were winning originally. Um, so yeah, I, I was wondering. I'm like, okay, is he thanking him because he got a ball? Is he thanking him because he's getting a, a win for his his beloved Brewers? So uh, it, it's funny. It's it's some funny stuff right there. I th- I'm going to assume it's for the ball. <laughs> he could even be thanking Bud Black and inadvertently me about an article that I wrote on the dnvr.com a few years ago where Buddy talks about the pine tar incident. It's the anniversary, 1983. Yes. Bud Black started that game. You know the clip of George Brett running out like a maniac, looking like he wants to grapple and wrestle with the umpires? Bud Black started that game. He was there for that. He was there for the continuation where they had to fly back for like four outs in New York, and some of the players, they didn't even get to the stadium. They hung out maybe at a bar somewhere uh, in the hotel. I you might have to read that article. So I'm thinking the father might have read that. Or did <laughs> Bud Black know a little thing or two about the sausage race and said, hey, Chorizo's gonna win bottom bottom of the before the top of before the bottom of the of the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. And and that's who's gonna win. Are you who won the that's, who won the sausage race when you were there? Do I think remember? that's insider trading. Um could be. I am actually not totally sure I saw a sausage race when I was at Miller Park. 
I'm not totally Ooh. sure I did because you might be able to I mean, on that. well, also, I mean, it was you know, I went last year, still the pandemic. A lot of things, a lot of experiences did not happen <laughs> across different ballparks. So I'm actually not totally sure I saw a sausage race at the two games I went to. I did get some. I will say, out of all the parks that I went to, the Brewers had the best giveaways the weekend I was there. I got a Corbin Burns card. I got a Yelich um, bobblehead. All oh, those are in the, the office closet in here. I should have taken them out. But yeah, I got some good giveaways while I was in Milwaukee. And I'm pretty sure that in the uh, team store, they were actually selling the sausages for people to wear because it, it, it serves as a mask also, too. So. It does. During the pandemic, you can, I mean, it's very heavy and very hot in the summer, but you will definitely protect yourself and everyone that's around you. So uh, that should have been something you, they, they gave away at least instead of charging people for that. But uh, we could have they, lived a sausage race. I'm going to go back and check my files to see if I did see it. I don't think I did. Yeah. Oh, you I could... did see. I saw some other stuff at that game. I saw a <laughs> drunk man like yelling very unsavory things and being detained by the police is very upsetting well look um, you, you don't have to go to milwaukee to get any of rocky's <laughs> merchandise uh you, you don't even have to go down to the diamond dry goods store at coors field you can actually just go to foco.com you can click the link below in the youtube description or just go to foco.com it's that easy for all non-presale items use the promo code dnvr for 10 percent off they've got all of the officially licensed 2022 colorado avalanche stanley cup champ merchandise it's it, now's the time to load up on that now before it sells out. We've got our own stuff at the dnvrlocker.com. That's been fantastic. Even long sleeve tees. Yes, long sleeves. That's perfect for fall, winter, even springtime. It's it's fantastic. I ordered a couple myself. I'm pumped. But over at foco.com, they have got all kinds of collectibles and, and apparel, shirts, hats, accessories. You name it, foco.com. Use promo code DNVR. That's special 10% off. And then head on over to uh, Colorado Golf Association. They've, they've got all kinds of great information, uh, special contests about stuff going on. 70,000 golfers in the Colorado Golf Association today will receive an official USGA handicap with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. Membership means more than just the CGA. Members get the opportunity to play exclusive courses around the state, such as Aspen Glen Club, the club at Ravenna, the Pinery, and more. Members, you also gain access to exclusive member content with offers and discounts from national and local companies, including Imperial, Golf Tech, PGA Tour, Superstore. Learn more about Colorado Golf Association today by visiting coloradogolf.org and use promo code dnvr5 to get five dollars off your next membership man we had uh we had the scramble going on not that uh this past week i think rg just posted that video uh on dnvr sports at dnvr underscore sports on twitter i think it's on our channel as well so uh it's it's golf season so definitely tap into coloradogolf.org we're gonna we're gonna tap into some of the other craziness that has been going on friday night the baseball world was just a buzz on all of the shenanigans going down Ooh, at Fenway yes. Park, twenty-eight to five. Was that the? Are they still playing that game? Do we know? Is there a final score? Track? <laughs> it it did end. It did end, and not well for the Red Sox. That's for sure. I don't know if anyone's checked on Trevor's story, but that was a beating, Patrick. That was that was really bad. And uh, one of our former dudes, 
Randall Tapia was right there with an inside the park grand slam on what was ultimately an error, right? By uh, Jaron Duran, the center fielder, because he just, I think he just lost it in the lights, right? It looks like he lost it, but then he just is watching it drop behind him. So I'm kind of wondering why there was no hustle there. Because I feel like it came ha- sliding in, but it, <laughs> you know? yeah, not enough. Papio was going, had the hair going back, man. The Goldilocks, oh, it was wow. He had a triple. He had a triple on Sunday too, man. Mm-hmm. He did it. Yeah, now. he's 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 having a, a week with the uh, with the Blue Jays. That's for sure. So this reminded me of one of the craziest plays in Rockies history, and I'm okay. curious. I'll, I'll I'll paint the picture for you, Susie, and I want to know what you think was worse: that inside the park home run, which we know is just again. And again, just the play. Don't think about the fact that it was 28 to 5, although eh, maybe you give a little sprinkling of that seasoning, right? Because you know that sets the table for all the craziness that happens after. But uh, coincidentally, this was a game at home against the Brewers, right? Uh, June 24th, excuse me, June 21st, 2014, Christian Friedrichs on the mound, bases loaded. He uncorks a wild pitch. Now, one run scores on, on the wild pitch. And as the catcher, Michael McHenry, Throws home, the ball sails over Friedrich's head near the opposing dugout. So the second run, the guy on second base, ends up scoring two. Two runs score. Now, the runner on first base was Gene Segura. He's on third base now, right? Everyone moved up two bases. Friedrich's got the ball in his hand. He's kind of looking rather dejected and is like, wow, I can't believe I just threw a wild pitch and two runs scored. And he's pretty much, and, and you can imagine this, he's right by the Brewers' dugout. He's right by the visiting dugout. And Gene Segura has, like, taken one step off of third base and realizes, I can beat this guy home. Like, I am faster on my feet than he is. He takes off. Friedrich takes off. Scores. Bases clearing. Wild pitch. Which is worse, Susie? Inside the park home run. Grand, inside the park grand slam. Or... Oh. A bases clearing wild pitch. Oh, I mean, that is that is pretty, pretty brutal and pretty embarrassing. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, maybe it's recency bias. I feel like the inside the park grand slam is so much worse. And also it was so much more destructive. It did so much more damage. So, I mean, I'm going to go with that, but taking into account the recency bias and having watched the video of that a million times. I feel like we kind of need to, like, clean our palates of Milwaukee and and sharing that story. I mean, it was almost a decade ago, but it was the Brewers. Did you have something nice that happened in Milwaukee or something interesting that can maybe help us forget some things uh, uh, about (laughs) what has transpired this weekend and and in the history? I don't know. Based on a message that you put in our private chat, I've got something to add about my trip to Milwaukee. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, wow. That was like a whole, um, um, so actually funny enough when I was in Milwaukee, I forgot that I had more to say about American family field. Um, when I was there, actually, it was when the Brewers were playing the Giants. Um, and it was one of Chris Bryant's like first games with the, with the Giants, though, I saw him there. And I don't think he got booed. Like, he, I got some good picks. I don't think he got booed when I was there, though. Yeah, former Cub guy, that would make sense, right? Heck, hey, you weren't in your uniform, but but we know you're you're from down south. Eh? You're from, from uh, Cubbies. 
do we know yeah. uh maybe we should uh we should save our next question we we teased it that we're gonna try to figure out what the hell's going on with the cardinals definitely not enough time uh to talk about that uh but if, if you didn't hear i at least want to keep you informed yeah cardinals supposed to go to toronto for a two-game set paul goldschmidt austin romine and a certain former third baseman nolan arenado will be missing because they do not have the proper vaccinations to get into canada so maybe uh, we'll touch on that with uh, with our guest on Monday at 11 a.m. We've got other things to talk about with Danny Wexelman. I'm so excited to talk yeah. to Danny Wexelman. I know we listen to her on the radio so much, but this girl has so many different jobs. She's on SNY. She works with Perfect Game. So she is just, she's wearing all kinds of hats. She's great at what she does. We're going to have such a great conversation with her. Yeah, great um, takes. So I, I know yeah. she'll have uh, she's some also, good perspective on, yeah, on the whole vaccination and, you know, hey, are you a team player? Are you, are you not a team player? What does this mean? Also, what does it mean for the trade deadline? That's another element, too, that you got to think about is how are general managers evaluating this of, all right, this vaccinated guy who can go to Toronto is worth this. But you know what? He can go to Toronto, so maybe I need to, to trade a little bit more, a slightly better prospect, because this unvaccinated guy, look, we got to go to Toronto, and so we're not going to have him. And so now you got to negotiate. you got to haggle with the other GM to let him know, look, we're not getting your guy for the remaining 67, 68 games, whatever it may be, because you're going to miss out on that series, and that series is a big deal. Or if you play in the AL East, all of those teams who might give up top prospects are saying we've got a lot more games in Toronto to play, or we're going to be playing them in the in the postseason at some point down the line. So I think that could be one of the reasons why we are we're not seeing a ton of action on the trade front, other than the Mets going and just getting a bunch of castoffs from the Pittsburgh Pirates. That that could be one of the reasons. But if you're listening to this early on Monday morning, Danny Wexelman, 11 a.m. Super psyched for that, and uh, maybe we'll peep some tweets with her. But uh, I hope we can peep some tweets right now. You want to peep some tweets? We're going to peep some tweets. Let's get on it. Um, All right. Kale, are you ready? All right. So I like this one a lot. Um, So someone tweeted this picture (laughs) of Brian Service, the uh, manager of the Mariners, when dad is proud. His daughter quote tweeted and goes, so this is what it looks like. Obviously all in good fun. I believe she, I'm under the impression they're on good terms with each other, but uh, that got a lot of attention. Um, Yeah, I thought it was very funny. I am so glad you explained this tweet, not only just for our our, our listeners of the podcast, but I I skimmed it. I totally skimmed it. I'm like, all right, Scott Service looks proud. And I didn't actually see that it was from his daughter saying. Yeah. So that, your explanation. There we uh, go. I need, need to be listening. I, maybe I'm more of an audio listener than a visual listener. Maybe, uh, I, maybe. I'm learning here. But yeah, wow, that's a good sense funny. of humor. That's a good yeah, sense of humor. For sure, for sure. All right, let's see what's next. Okay, so this one was a, a tweet that came out during the Home Run Derby. Can you imagine how ridiculous Albert Pujols' numbers would look had he not missed those three years to World War II. Obviously poking fun that he is by far the oldest dude at that home run derby. Definitely one of the oldest guys still playing. Uh, But I thought it was interesting. I will throw this in there. Um, First guy in his 40s to be in the home run derby. But yeah, people were making fun of his age. But I like to think it's all in good fun and still comes from a, a place of respect. 
<laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> it, it, again, it, the, the tweet is better. At, at trying not to be like historically accurate, you can go, well, he could have just said like a year for the Korean War. That was more recent. But it's like, no, you're going all in. You missed Patrick, three years. You, you I love it. You overthink everything. <laughs> well, you have to for references, for comedic references. What I'm saying is that Deshaies pick because this is a count that I've uh, I've seen a few times with comedic takes. Um, it had the right reference. That was the perfect one. Rather than one that could be better in one way, is definitely not better in another. So yeah, man, Pools is uh, he's an old dude. Crying, old. crying all the way to crying all the way to the bank. He's fine. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> He'll be I in Toronto. Like- he will be. He will be. Um, let's see another tweet. I he's, don't. He was one of those people who got the shot. I think, right? He was the first one who became eligible. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So um, here we have a picture of Lourdes Gurriel Jr. during that Friday game, Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox. While he, while their team is way, way up, he set up a whole fruit cocktail juice bar and was just living life during that game. So this got a lot of attention on social media. It's got all the different juices, all the different fruits in there. Vlad Jr. got in there. They were doing this actually the whole series. He had it set up on Saturday. He had to move it into the shade for Sunday, so it was on the bench instead of right there on the field, basically. So, yeah, they're, um, they're, they had a good trip. They had a nice, relaxing tropical vacation to boston that's a that's a great great gig as the uh the bat tender not bartender he's the bat tender making sure hey you know what you fouled a couple balls back you're a little bit late you need a little something with red bull in it to spice you up i mean again you gotta diagnose problems right you're like a you're you're the life of the party you're the psychologist Mm -hmm. therapist all that stuff so all right nordis carrillo jr with the pineapple haircut is he is his nickname also la pina do we know you know, we know uh, uh, Yuli Goriel, his older brother, kind of has the exact same do. Pretty sure that's his nickname is uh, La Pina because just looks like a human pineapple. How do they, how do they do it? What is it? Is it Great just hair. is it genetic? Is it? Or do they have a styling product that I don't know about? Like it's just true. Yeah, I I don't. I think it may have something to do with sticking a fork into an electrical <laughs> socket or toaster. Disclaimer: Do not do this. Uh, if we have any children listening to our podcast, we're very we're very big in the six to ten range. For uh, legal purposes, yeah. this is all a joke. Everything's a joke. None of this podcast is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Another, He's got good hair. Do we have another tweet loaded? Uh, okay, so whoever tweeted this for the Rockies account, the DNVR Rockies account, Connor Sadzik, Connor Happyzik. It's a good little filter, like or whatever that is. I I'm not familiar uh, too much with Connor Sadzik. There's, but believe he, it or not, he was yeah. He believe was, it or not, each and every year there are are tens of of twenty of uh, players who make their debuts. That I've, I mean, even in my wheelhouse when I was a kid, I can go back where people will make references, and I'm kind of like, I don't know this guy. He played like eight games for the Expos in 1999. I I don't know. I I hope that's not the case for Connor Sadzik. I just called him Happy Zick, but I remember the graphic uh, that was tweeted out. But like, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he'll have himself a nice little career. He's big leaguer, so that that's really all that matters. But uh, mm-hmm. his nine ERA this year probably would qualify him more of a of a sad Zick guy. Right. So I guess the name is is fitting. You know, 
probably a little happier this weekend. So that's why we've got two different options, two different picks. That's it. And Look, then of course, I some, think we got... You've got some what? potential here in this industry. I mean, if they need a new scoreboard person over at American Family Field, I mean, look, you've you've been a part of these graphics here. So get 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 your application on LinkedIn, locked and loaded, just in case, just in case. Someone endorsed me on LinkedIn right now for making funny graphics. Thank you. There you, um, go. You, you didn't even have to use Dolly. You didn't. I think you figured that one out on your own somehow. I um I think we got I think we got I think Dolly we got, Dolly is the thing where you like you type in Jack Black presidential inauguration. Oh, and that thing! Yeah, that Dolly. thing! Oh, that, yeah, the AI picture generator. Got Bingo. it. Uh, I thought you were talking about the sheep that got cloned. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Dolly, there you go. Yeah. Um, I think we got a couple more things to to show off. Um, so. First of all, we mentioned this before, but Patrick and Rocky's pitcher, Ashton Godot, celebrated a birthday on the 23rd. That was Saturday. So happy birthday, guys. And you know what? Our bubble boys got some recognition from the Rockies. Love that. So not bad. Yeah. Bubble boys. Such a better caption than we had. (laughs) Darn. Bubble boys. That's it. I know we got to get a. A podcast, the big leaguer and the bush leaguer. I would, of course, be the bush leaguer. Or how about this one? The double unique and the extra basic. <laughs> I, I, I would be the extra basic. He could be the double unique. Eh, big leaguer, bush leaguer, I think works a little bit better, right? You know what? Hopefully in the offseason we can get Ashton on the show or something and you guys can have that going on. It'll be good. Uh, but, yeah, happy birthday again to you and our friend Ashton. Very and no Mar- no Mark Garcia Parra. Don't forget him oh, on July 23rd. Oh, my gosh. My apologies. That's it. My no apologies. Pee Wee Reese. I think Pee Wee Reese might have been born on uh, July 23rd. Not sure. And then A-Rod, I think, is July 24th today. Mm. Don't know why. Those those things kind of stick in. You've got a couple of Hall of Famers on your birthday, too. So we'll we'll remember. We'll save it. We'll, we'll save it for it. the offseason. Oh, yeah. We'll make a whole whole show of it. That's it. <laughs> Actually, we will. We will. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> Susie will be planning her own surprise birthday party. Stay tuned <laughs> on the DNVR Rockies podcast. Follow us on Twitter so you can find out how you can attend this very exclusive event that will be advertised for a month long, this surprise party that she is scheduling here. Uh, you can find out all that information on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. Uh, follow me. I'll throw a couple of likes at it. At Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. So generous, Patrick. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Hey, the Rockies may not have momentum, but we've got the momentum. But you know what they truly say about momentum? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m. live on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube with Danny Wexelman.